0: It's Monday, October 30th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Fans of the Rocky Horror Picture Show would go to the Tivoli Theater in the Del Mar Loop for decades to watch late night screenings of the cult classic. But it's no longer showing now that a church has bought the theater. So a grindhouse film uh, is not exactly what we're going for. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports on the decision to screen only family-friendly movies at the Historic Theater. A Missouri House committee examining the earnings tax in St. Louis and Kansas City will have its second meeting this afternoon. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the committee is still gathering information and testimony.
1: Jim Murphy, a St. Louis County Republican, is the head of the House committee. He says he isn't anxious to make any conclusions before they hear from all parties involved on the issue. Murphy also said it's still early in the process and hopefully at the end the committee will come up with suggestions. But Maggie Nurenburn, a Kansas City Democrat, says it's interesting how much time is being spent examining the earnings tax when it is consistently approved by voters. This is something that has been wildly popular with voters and it is a significant Portion of Kansas City and St. Louis's forms of revenue. Nuremberg said, with all the big problems facing Missouri, the earnings tax feels fairly nominal. The committee will meet one more time. That meeting will take place in Kansas City. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Another House committee will meet again next week to discuss Missouri Speaker Dean Plocker. The Republican received state reimbursements for travel that was already paid for by his campaign. Plocker says he's paid the money back. The House Ethics Committee met Friday to examine a personnel issue. The Missouri Independent reports members discussed Plocker and will meet again November 8th. Committee Chair Hannah Kelly says there is no formal complaint and members are conducting an inquiry. It's not known if it will become a full-scale investigation. Illinois taxpayers have been spending up to $49,000 a month to pay a single contractor at the State Emergency Management Agency. The Chicago Sun-Times reports Amy Gentry was paid about $240,000 from February through August of this year to be the executive assistant to the agency's director. She helped schedule meetings and visit disaster sites, among other duties, before leaving the lucrative post last week. Sun-Times reporter Lauren Fitzpatrick says Gentry billed the state $156 an hour under special pandemic-related contracting rules.
1: This woman worked Many hours, because AMO responded to lots of disastrous events and crises, the director needed her to be with her as the agency was responding.
0: The agency says the hour's gentry log reflected her work and extensive knowledge. The superintendent of the special school district in St. Louis County has been placed on administrative leave. Officials say the decision about Superintendent Elizabeth Kennan is due to an internal personnel matter. The special school district is not elaborating. It provides special education services to more than 22,000 students. Kennan has been superintendent since July 2019. Michael Macklin will serve as acting superintendent. The executive director of diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility has been with the district since 2020. Gas prices in the St. Louis region are down roughly five and a half cents a gallon over the past week. GasBuddy's survey of roughly 1,000 stations shows the average is $3.29. That's about 31 cents lower than a month ago and nearly 7 cents less than this time last year. The national average is $3.45 a gallon. Prices in the Metro East range from $3.39 to $3.66. They range from $3.24 a gallon to $3.39 in Rala, And prices run from $3.40 to $3.69 in the Quincy area. Despite drought conditions in parts of the country, pumpkin farmers have been bringing in their harvest in time for Halloween. Jim Meadows reports. Among the top pumpkin-producing states, drought conditions were most severe in Texas, where they reduced yields, according to Texas A&M's Extension Service. In Michigan, drought conditions were brief and mild, but farmer Mike huff said his pumpkin crop was still smaller than usual. We had a drought in May and June and a flood in July and August. It's probably the worst
1: conditions you can have.
0: Illinois, the nation's top pumpkin producer, also saw drought conditions, but University of Illinois Crop Sciences professor Mohamed Babadoust says the Big Libby's pumpkin cannery in central Illinois was reporting above-average yields. For Harvest Public Media, I'm Jim Meadows. St. Louis City SC has dropped its first-ever playoff match, 4-1, to Kansas City. The results and rainy weather did not dampen fans' spirits last night in a sold-down out City Park. City SC player Tim Parker says the crowd added to the playoff atmosphere. I think the fans were incredible tonight. The weather played exactly how I thought it would. You know, I mean, it made the field really nice. The ball was moving good. Um, And yeah, you know, it felt like it felt like November soccer, which is uh, you like to be playing in November for sure. City SC faces elimination in the best-of-three Major League Soccer Playoff Series. Game two is next Sunday in Kansas City. Halloween is the season for the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but a longtime haven for fans is no longer showing the 1970s cult classic. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports on a church's purchase of University City's Tivoli Theater and what local queer people say is a loss.
1: Grayson Justice says he first saw Rocky Horror in college, wearing a friend's borrowed wig.
0: I got my first kiss here with a man, so that was
1: pretty amazing, so yeah. The Tivoli would screen the movie late, with performers in drag acting out scenes. I just love it. I just love the songs. I love the atmosphere, and I love the crowd. And it's it's a community. It's a community of people. Let's line up first. Oh, we're going to line up this way. But this year, instead of seeing the movie, costume revelers came to the Tivoli to protest. After the COVID-19 pandemic hit, the cinema chain that operated the theater moved out. The non-denominational one-family church bought the Tivoli to hold services, and church leaders say they won't screen Rocky Horror or any other movies that don't align with their faith. Earlier this month, dozens of people in costume performed the Time Warp on the sidewalk in front of the theater's old box office at a Rally for Rocky protest. Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. Rocky Horror features Tim Curry as a pansexual Frankenstein-like scientist wearing a lot of makeup and a lot of fishnets. Since its inception, it's become a queer touchstone. For many young people, the Rocky shows are their first chance to dress up in drag. Power Grove Pride co-founder Angelo Osisivo is one of the rally's organizers. He says that Tivoli's many Rocky screenings made it clear there was a place for LGBTQ people in St. Louis. He says while he would be thrilled to see One Family screen Rocky Horror, the protest is about more than a single movie. One Family Church doesn't condone gay unions or sex outside of marriage. The fact that we lost this space, and this space is operating under an agenda that excludes us and discriminates against us, and we need to stand up for ourselves because we're going to keep losing spaces if we don't. In its previous life, the Tivoli hosted movies for QFest, the LGBTQ film festival. One of the last shows it screened was Portrait of a Lady on Fire, the French movie about an affair between two women. Osisivo says demonstrators aren't just calling for queer movies at the Tivoli, They're mourning the loss of a place that they loved. This is a space that we felt welcome in and safe in. And then we find the doors closed to us and to who we are. One family now uses the building mostly for church services. But they have started showing a family-friendly movie each month. They say everyone is welcome, including gay people and protesters. But they stand firm about Rocky Horror.
0: So a grindhouse film uh, is not exactly what we're going for.
1: Brent Rome is the lead pastor and founder of One Family. He says the church has rented out the space on Sundays since 2011.
0: We've been here for 12 years. This is our home.
1: Rome says the building needs a lot of work. One family's renovating the Tivoli. They made one of the theaters into a cafe. Rome says claims the church pushed anyone out are false.
0: An accurate framing of this story is a beautiful historic theater shut down and was in disrepair.
1: He says what many people are mourning, the theater, was already gone.
0: To have a group of people that are willing to buy it, repair it, restore it, put a million dollars into it, and then invite the public back into it, seems like a, um, a wise and thoughtful choice.
1: There are still screenings of Rocky horror in the region. After nearly five decades, it's unlikely Rocky will ever die. But for queer people, his departure from the Tivoli still stings. I'm Sarah Funtum, St. Louis Public Radio. Science fiction, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Our David Casares edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Theme music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. But today. We are going out with the theme from Friends following the weekend death of actor Matthew Perry. He was 54. I'm Wayne Pratt.
1: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.